give me the placid dawn with plenty of tailing fish. And the perfect fly rod. Yeah. And get ready for some magic. What an awesome eat! Yeah. I got one! Oh, damn, I got him, you got it. I got him. Join Bonefish and Tarpon Trust. Nice fish. And help make sure that the magic never ends. Visit tarbone.org to find out how you can help. There you go. <clears throat> a little cricket noise because I did a little bit of uh, freshwater fishing today. I did not use any crickets. But uh, a little cricket noise there, a little beer pour, letting everybody know that it is indeed the Monday Night Kickoff Show. Uh, joining me as always, Pepe Vidal. What's up, brother? What's up, man? How you doing? Good, good. Uh, I am Charles Levi, also known as Redfish Chuck, in case you don't know who I am. Um, got a few things to get to tonight. We're going to try and get through some stuff here real quick. I know that we've got a few upcoming events and such with the holiday season around the corner. Um, I'm going to put it out there that the Space Coast Kayak Angler Contingency is going to be uh, trying to put together a weekend trip down to Flamingo after Christmas. So if anybody would be interested in partaking in that particular trip, uh, I don't have any dates set yet. I'm still kind of in the let's talk about it phase. Feel free to hit me up on Facebook uh, or shoot me an email, and uh, we'll get you squared away there. Also, um, oh, in the world of fishing news, which is probably what we should be talking about, um, it would appear that there's a very, very large school of breeder redfish that have parked themselves outside of Port Canaveral. So if you haven't been following Facebook and you don't, you haven't seen any of the guides and such who have been going out there and sitting around a giant circle catching 40 and 50 inch fish, um, if you ever wanted to get on one that big, they're pretty much everywhere. So uh, take an opportunity to get on out there, contact one of your local guides and see if you can Maybe hop a ride, or if you don't want to, uh, if you don't want to do the guide route, then just launch the kayak or launch the small boat and get out there and get after it. But uh, along with those redfish, there's been some tarpon and uh, lots of Spanish mackerel, bluefish, jackervels, all kinds of fun stuff in the surf. So the surf is still alive, plenty of bait to be had as well. So uh, in fact, I think I heard a couple of people, uh, or I know for a fact, at least a group of three guys today. Um, found themselves a couple of manta rays cruising around. So uh, there may or may not be a Kobe or two popping up here shortly. That would be good. And um, there you go. So, oh, and congratulations, Peppy. Um, I don't know if you saw or heard about it yet, but um, you you have been uh, nominated for Angler of the Year through uh, yakangler.com. Uh, first notice to me, I'm <laughs> <Then> you know. <laughs> there oh, well. you go. Hey, thanks, thanks for whoever voted me in there. Uh, man, thanks a lot. I really wasn't, I was not expecting my name to be 
even in, that's why I mean, tell you the truth, I've been busy all day, but I haven't even looked in there. To tell you the truth, I know there has to be some really, really uh, names in there, including yourself. I'm sure. All right. Uh, yeah, well, for the first time uh, in the history of the uh, Kayak Anglers Choice Awards, I, I was indeed nominated. Um, I wasn't able to be nominated before because. Kayak Fishing Radio had a hand in it, and I guess we don't now. So, um, well, congratulations to you too, then. <laughs> well, thank you very much. You know, uh, what's what's fun? What's funny is um, I got a message from. Uh, where did I get a message from? I got a message from. Uh, where where is that? Yes, Wananabi. He hit me up and he said. Uh, he said, hey, um, you and your shop and Space Coast Kayak Anglers have all been uh, nominated. So uh, um, they just released the first round. And uh, I don't know that I made the cut for the first round. I think that I think I didn't I think I didn't make the cut for the first round. I think they I'm pretty sure. And there's a pile of people who were nominated. <clears throat> but I don't think I made the cut. I'm looking. For what? As far as? For the angler as thing. As far as? Oh. Yeah, you haven't looked at the list? I haven't looked at the list. Oh. I'm looking now. Oh, there I am. <laughs> yeah. Check that out. Um, but I know I know a lot of folks were, were nominated. I know, uh, I think Alan was even nominated and a bunch of other folks too were nominated um, from the local area. Uh, it's interesting. I, I I'm not not seeing a bunch of names that that were there. Anyhow, so uh, there you go. Whatever for what for what it's worth. I gotta look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see. Yeah, because I don't see your name now. Well, you were. You I know you were oh, nominated. I didn't, make, I didn't make the cut. Huh. Oh well. Anyway. That's so, fine. Uh, follow me. Yeah. Hey, that's cool, man. Just just to be mentioned in the same uh, category as any of these people. I mean, you got Chad Hoover in there. You got um, who else? Drew Gregory's in there. Uh, you get a bunch of big name kayak anglers that are in there. It's, uh, Jim let me, Jim Sammons. Let me I mean, <laughs> Justin Ritchie is he there? Let's see, Justin Ritchie. That's a good question. Uh, Yes, he is. Ah, uh, he deserves Justin it. Richie, just yeah, absolutely. I, I, I'll be honest. I don't deserve to be on that list. I hadn't <laughs> had a chance to do <laughs> any fishing this year at all because of the shop, man. But hey, you know what? Somebody thought thought highly enough of me to to throw my name in the hat, and I appreciate that. Um, but the one I'm really excited about is the fact that KBB Outfitters was nominated as Outfitters slash Kayak Shop slash slash uh, whatever of the year. So that's pretty awesome. That is, I'll take that. Awesome. Yeah. And then, and then of all the kayak groups that are out there on social media for, uh, for us to, um, to be able to space Coast kayak anglers to be able to be nominated. That was pretty cool too. Yeah. That, that is awesome. Yeah, that is absolutely. I think great. Mixon's, I think Andrew Mixon made the list too, I think. I think I just saw Peppy say that. 
Let's see where we're mixing that. Mixing. Wait, say that. Gene's on there. Yeah, Andrew's on there. Yep, sure enough. Brian, of course, Brian's on there. Brian Nelly. Um, but yeah, that's cool. Um, who else? Anybody else that we know that's friends friends of the show? And there's there's quite a few people on this list. So a lot of a lot of names I don't recognize. Um, of course, the guys out of Hawaii. Some of those guys are in there. And then you've got uh, Rob Choi from up in Virginia Beach. Kayak Kevin, um, Eddie Cabler. Um, they have a bunch of folks. Cool. And then uh, be, what's it? Go ahead. It'll be interesting. It'll just yeah. just be interesting that voting, you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, look, it's. I'll go ahead and say it for the guys from yakangler dot com because this this always happens every year. This happens. Yes, it does. <laughs> look, okay, folks, don't take this thing too seriously. All right, if you if you win, awesome, congratulations. If you weren't nominated, don't get all butt hurt and everything else. You know, it's not a big deal. It, it's exactly. it's. This thing is put on for fun. It's just it's one of those things where everybody knows that it's basically a popularity contest and that, and that's truly what these type of things amount to. Um as I click on my name and vote for myself again. No, I'm kidding. Uh so um but you know, it's it's one of those things. So it's it's cool, it's fun, it's a neat way for people to get involved and just kind of show, you know, who they're following and what's going on whatever. So uh but again, for Space Coast kayak anglers to be on the same, in the same mention as the Florida Sportsman No Motor Zone, the Australian Kayak Fishing Forum, I mean, come on, the Bayou it's Coast a, Kayak it, Fishing it, Club. It, it's like you said, it, it's a fun thing. It's good to have your name mentioned there and all kinds of stuff. Good to have your store mentioned there. The whole thing. It's it's it's. But you know, it's like you said. Don't get butthurt like you said if you're if you don't get nominated or anything like that because it's a popularity contest it really is it's i mean it's how many guys Chuck, do you see go on facebook and you see them posting they're going uh my thing my name is on there go please please go for me it's like yeah <laughs> it's, yeah it's a it, you know it's a popularity thing but you know it's it's a fun thing though it's fun you know and it comes around yeah. every year and so is a thing i think what three or four years ago i came in i think i was in the top five or something at the end, I think. Yeah. Remember that? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. So it's a it's a popularity thing. Come on. It's <laughs> well, hopefully people like me and they and not for me personally, but they want to <laughs> they want to vote for my store. Because listen, I'll be quite honest with you. It would not hurt my feelings if if I were to if KBB Outfitters were to make it into like the the last you know five or six shops standing. That would be pretty awesome. Um, Heck yeah. So yeah, get out there and vote. I, I don't have a discount code to give you to shop on my website if you if you shoot me votes, but um, <laughs> you know. You, but yeah, I'm just kidding, Chad. It's cool, dude. Um, <laughs> so uh, anyhow, um, yeah, no, it's it's always fun. Whatever, it's good times. It's that time of year, man. You know. Things are good when it's coming up to that. Uh, the other part of this thing, too, the other part of the survey, there, of course, there's kayak of the year and there's um, paddle of the year and all this kind of stuff. Um, but the uh, the blog of the year, that's an interesting one because if you guys get an opportunity, go to yakangler.com. Um, you'll see where the awards is up, right? Go into it. Start voting. When you get to 
I think it is, as I'm going through this list, I think it's probably number 10, page 10 of the survey. Um, you'll have blog of the year. Okay. So take a second, though, and, and, and copy and paste some of these blogs into your favorites and actually go and take a look at them. Some of these blogs, I'm going to tell you right now, are really, really good. Um, I read Benita Bob's. I read um, Rob Choi's. Uh, there's a bunch of folks at uh, Matt Trucks. Uh, who else do I read? Um, I'm just looking on the list here, seeing if I ke- of course Kayak Kevin. I follow him. Um, Saltwater Assassin is actually a, a pretty interesting blog, and that's done by uh, Lee Kennedy. So um, yeah, I mean it's 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 interesting to see somebody put their you know their life into a blog and and see what they can you know how well it does for them or what have you. Uh, uh, you know, I don't know. I've been sitting here. I think you, you've you got you you on a website for a blog, don't you, Pep? Yeah. Yeah. See, yeah. I think we had this conversation where um, it's, <laughs> it's got dust all over it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, don't feel bad. Mine doesn't even, I don't think I even have a page on mine. I, I mean, I, I think I have like a front page, but I don't think I have any other page <laughs> than that. Um, but yeah, I've got I've got Kaya, uh what is it? I don't even remember what it is. See how bad that is? Um oh, of course, Redfish Chuck at Hop. Uh, no, redfishchuck.com. That's what it is. Um Yeah. Yeah, whatever. So, um but I've talked to a bunch of people the last couple of weeks at the shop and I am going to finally get crackalacking on that on that blog. I, I it's time to to, you know, Every every evening, put down a little something. I think what we're going to do, I've uh, been talking to a bunch of folks about it too, and Steve uh, Lester as well, um, is I'm interested in putting down the spinning tackle for, well, basically from now until next year. Not next year, the following year, so 2016. Um, only throw fly from now all the way through uh, till 2016, the, you know, January 1. Um, and then document that as, as kind of like, this is what I'm doing. This is how I'm going about doing it. These are the flies and tie in for certain times of the year and so on and so forth. Just give me something to do, you know, a little something extra to, to add to the laundry list of crap I already have to do now as it is. So, but, uh, you know, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. It's sitting there. Might as well use it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So what's yours? What's your website? What, what's what's it called? Oh, dude, I don't. I, I gotta remember it. <laughs> it's somewhere. It might be Google somewhere, but I think it's. I think I can't remember now. I gotta look for it. I'll look for it now. While we're doing the show, I'll actually try to find it. Let me see if I can find it. Yep. It's one yep. of those things. I actually have two of them. I have that one. And then I do have another blog through, actually, through Hook One. Cool. I got a blog there, too. Yeah, but I don't use, Chuck, I don't, man, I don't I do not do any of that stuff, man. It's just so time-consuming for me when you go about thinking about writing something, all of a sudden you sit there and like, oh, really? You know, I don't have the time for this. <laughs> so, yeah. 
So T- Tammy tells me that if I'm smart, I'll let people do guest blogs on my page to keep it active. Surely you have some friends that can write and would be happy to help you out. Well, my plan is to do a blog entry every day, 365 days. Um, uh, so. Fucking crap. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, you guys hey, are you live. Can hear I can hear you now. <laughs> Good night. Oh man. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, <laughs> allow me to introduce you to one Mr. Stephen O. G. Lester. What's up, Steve? I'm here. Yeah. I'm I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, we're it's actually it's, it's actually me and uh me and Captain Pat Murphy sitting here. Is Pat did Pat call in on hey, his Pat. phone too? No, no, we're just sitting in my garage. I just have uh the speakerphone on. Oh, there you go, there you go. So Captain Pat Murphy and uh Stephen Lester are finishing off the box of beer that I left there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So so real real quick because this is kind of a funny story. So Pat and I go over to Steve's house, and um, Pat's got himself a bag of potato chips, and <laughs> Steve's dog is like in the bag of potato chips, like literally head first into the bag of potato chips to eat potato chips. It was kind of funny. So whatever. Side note there, whatever. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> That's what we do. We just we just sit really really quiet and make people think that we're that they lost connection. Steve, what's going on, That's man? Tell me tell tell everybody not, not a little bit we were, about which. Slow down. Oh no, tell, sorry. I was gonna say we we were just listening to what you were saying about the blog and and uh, just how much work that is to put in. You know what I mean? Like that's that's a big that's a big commitment to put that to the blog. You know what I mean? And that that's the way to keep it up. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing the thing about it is, even if it's a sentence or two, like a thought of the night or whatever, like Guggen suck or something like that. Um, you know, it doesn't really matter. I could do uh, photos and, and kind of how-tos on tying different different patterns that we do at the shop and putting recipes on there and that kind of thing. It's just something else. I mean, I've, I've got – I own the website, and I've never done anything with it, so I might as well just get out there and get after it, but, you know. Well, the fact that, the fact that you're going to do it yourself and not have someone try to keep it up, you know what I mean? That's That's the way to really keep the same feel from the beginning – you know, if, if if you understand what I'm trying to say. Oh yeah. So speaking of speaking of blogs and speaking of websites and such, um, Steve is the owner proprietor of Wild Florida Outdoors. Uh, yeah, tell us about Wild Florida Outdoors, man. How you kind of got started and what your vision is for it, and you know where where you're going. That's what you need. Um, Wild Florida Outdoors actually got started on the way home from a hunting trip. Uh, we were at the hunting camp for about four days, and we'd been just taking pictures and shooting little phone videos and things like that. And my buddy's like, you know, you should post, start a, a Facebook page, start your own company outdoors. And he's like, Wild Florida Outdoors, we do it outside as a joke. And uh, 
we kind of looked at each other and I was like, Wild Florida Outdoors. I was like, so I Googled it and I researched the name and looked for patents and trademarks and found nothing. Uh, so I started it and uh, I just kind of started it by myself and uh, tried for a year and a half, maybe almost two years alone to do something like that. And I realized doing that by myself that it's it's your community and it's your the anglers of all types from everywhere, from every kind of fishing, from every company, from everything. It's those people that make what we do, what we do. Like it wouldn't exist. We wouldn't have got the idea if it wasn't for Flip Pallet having the passion for what he does or Jose Y. Heavier, those guys. So it, it made me realize that I had to bring in people and, and make it about my community. And, and it's, it's really, I have no direct angle at the moment, um, I shoot a lot of footage, and I fish with a lot of different people involved with a lot of different companies for a lot of different species. And to me right now, it's about it's about just creating a loyalty and a trust in what I do and, and our water and just, you know, just put our community out like what you do. And, and the support for KBB is, is because it's a positive thing in our community. It's, it's something we need. It's something our town and our water needs. It's it's education to people the right way. It's it's teaching them fishing the right way and not to to over harvest and destroy our water. It's it's conservation. It's everything. It's it's supporting what we do and and I may not have an angle now and, and I just wanna be on the water and I wanna be involved in the fishing industry, whether it's I'm new to kayak industry and it's amazing and the people are great. Um, but it's the fishing industry period and the water and, and our water at, at a majority, I want it to be based on what we do here. Um, I really don't know what else to say. That's just kind of uh, off the top of my head of what we do. You know, it's it's just chasing the passion of light tackle, sight fishing, you know, watching the fish eat, pushing the limits of your line, breaking off, you know, fish of a lifetime every other week will make you want to fish more. It doesn't make you, you know, want to go get heavier tackle. It makes you say, all right, well, it's a challenge. It makes you, you know, and that, that's what we do. And I think that's why we all gravitate towards each other because we all seem to have that, that same passion, you know. Yeah. You know, I mean, and that's just it. I mean, me and you, we were talking about it when we were out there fishing in the lagoon, um, you know, a couple of Mondays back. And I think we both kind of decided at that moment that that was it. You know, it's like. This is the answer, you know, for us personally, throwing the fly is the answer. I mean, it just doesn't get, it doesn't get any, any more a uh, frustrating and b complicated than, than the fly. You know, there's days where you can get out there and you, you can make perfect casts all day long. And, uh, you know, if you're not putting it on target and the fish just aren't reacting right to that fly, that pattern, whatever, and you don't have one in the box, that's going to work. You're going to go home without catching anything. Or like you said, you might take in the winter time. You might take a six weight out there and throw it at a forty inch redfish and get owned, broke off, and you know you don't get mad as much as you're like, darn it, all right. So let me figure out what I did wrong and so on and so forth. And I think that that the passion that you have for uh, our local area obviously has, sh- has shined through. Um, folks like Tammy Wilson and everybody else who have been here for a long, long time have all taken notice and. You know, I mean, you got Captain Pat sitting next to you, so I mean, you know, you're doing something right. <laughs> I like I like meeting these people. You know, it's 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 a great feeling. It's it's almost like growing up. It's like becoming a new person to meet so many people that share the same passion you do. When 
most of my life I was the only person in my social circle that shared that passion. And it's, uh, it's been a, a very humbling experience, you know, and, and to meet all these people that fish different ways, different places, different types that have been all over the world that, that have got the attention and, and seen the industry from top to bottom and, you know, things like that. It's like, I don't know, man, I, I try to soak all of it up. It's awesome. It's awesome knowing, you know, being around you guys and especially Randy English. I got to, I got to mention Randy English. Oh, E. <laughs> yeah. For sure. I mean, Randy, Randy's one of those guys, just like, I mean, what's interesting too, uh, we talk about this a lot. I think Peppy would agree with me is that, uh, uh, he said, Randy said, watch it in the pro staff, but I mean, in the, in the, in the pro staff, in the chat room, Randy said, uh-huh. watch it in the chat room. But anyway, um, you know, what's interesting and, and it, it never ceases to amaze me is the camaraderie that, <clears throat> that we feel within this industry is really pretty much second to none. I mean, of course there's, there's the occasion where somebody's butt hurt because somebody didn't like something or, you know, whatever the case may be, somebody, you know, or, somebody goes out and catches more fish than the other guy and there's like animosity or whatever. <clears throat> the beauty of the the group that seems to follow the show and, and show up at boondoggles and hangs out in the shop or whatever, uh, is we're all, we're all after it for the same reason. You know, we're all after it to, uh, to, to it, it really explore that next level. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, it's interesting because I mean, look at people who come down for a boondoggle as an example. Um, you know, a guy drives all the way down to, to Florida from Maine to come down and hang out for a weekend to go fishing in a plastic boat. That dude, that's not your normal kayak fisherman. Like, that guy, you know, a little bit more serious than that, wouldn't you say, Peppy? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. Yep. Yeah, I, I think uh, meeting the people from the Space Coast Kayak Association has just, it's really changed me as a fisherman and, and just as a person when it comes to the water because everybody's, like you said, the camaraderie is unreal. I, I've been fishing this water for 20 years, and it's kind of been a cutthroat industry around here, and then to meet such a, a close group of people. And like you said, the only drama is, you know, it's just pissing contests, really. It's nothing else but that. It's not anything big, but it's just the camaraderie is so great, man. It's It's really made me appreciate everything over again. I don't know, man. It's it's given me a new look, outlook as a fisherman. But you know what's cool is even going past that, um, you know, we've we've got we've got ourselves surrounded by a, a bunch of really, really talented uh guides and such as well. So like um you know, we've got uh Pat Captain Pat Murphy there sitting next to you who's He's not a kayak angler. He'll never be a kayak angler. I don't think he even likes kayaks. In fact, I know he doesn't. Like but but at, the, but at the same time, selling my boat by a He said he's he said he's selling his boat. He's buying a Hobie Seventeen tomorrow. A whole fleet. He said he's buying a whole fleet. He's gonna give me his boat. And just think how much money I can save an insurance. Hey, <laughs> yeah, you sold that Hell's Bay, man. You could buy a whole bunch of kayaks. No, but uh, you know what's, in- what's interesting? <laughs> but no, no, it's uh, you never have to touch a fish again. <laughs> put put the beard put the beer down. And step away slowly. No, um, no. What's, what's funny? What's funny is uh. You know, today's a good example, all right? 
Captain Pat Murphy shows up at the shop one day and says, hey, I got I got this opportunity, and I think it's very interesting, and I think we should talk about it. And I'll be honest, I was eavesdropping. I wasn't sure if I was included in the original conversation or not, but regardless, I wanted to hear what was going on. So uh make a long story short, today uh, Captain Pat and I make a trip to a far, far away land where the brim are giant and there's uh, there's friendly alligators and uh, soft-shell turtles and all kinds of other stuff. A very low-sodium-type area, okay? And there's hybrid bass that eat Wonder Bread, <laughs> whatever. So anyway, and... Uh, but we go there with a the, with a common goal. It's like, okay, well, you know, even though Captain Pat runs a Hell's Bay and I'm in a plastic kayak, uh, you know, and he may have at one time or maybe still does look at us like speed bumps. Uh, we both have the same passion for what we do, and, and I think that's what kind of brought him to me to talk to, talk to me about – this possible situation that we're about to lead ourselves into, which, by the way, if if all things work out the way that we think they're going to work out, it's going to be pretty fun. And I think a lot of people are going to have a good time, but that's all I'm going to say about that because we can't let the cat out of the bag. It, it, would, it would introduce people to a real side of Florida, and that's pretty much what my whole angle has always been. And it's just it, it would introduce people to, to a cool side of Florida in one little – you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, no cat out of the bag. No, yeah, absolutely. And and I think, you know, at the end of the day, a lot of us kind of are, are looking for that that something different. I mean, look, Alan went out and bought himself a fancy boat. Peppy's got himself a fancy boat. These are, these are guys that are hardcore kayak anglers that were looking for something a little bit different to do in you know as opposed to always doing the kayak thing and uh you know i think i think that this is going to be another one of those feathers in the cap that where you know somebody wants to come along and really see what what you know untouched unbothered stuff can be like i think this is going to be one of those ways but i think we also got alex captain alex gorichki on the line do we oh yeah there he is <laughs> what up um, so, uh, Captain Alex and Steve Lester were offshore today, uh, with our good friend Ray and congratulations to Ray for, okay, well, so hold on, let me back up. So Ray's largest redfish to date, you guys would know Ray. Um, he's the, he's the gentleman who, uh, is a combat wounded veteran, a purple heart recipient who, uh, was in the video catching the jacks I posted on Facebook that was super excited about jacks. Well, he basically uh all he wanted to do this weekend was break his redfish record which was 27 inches okay so Randy English and a bunch of other folks at the shop were telling him you know go here go there do this do that whatever whatever and uh what was going to say um so Alex tell us man what what exactly went down today oh today was uh was a day of epic battles um well, first of all, first off, we we were really looking to try to get Steve, um, uh, Mr. Steve in there, his big tarpon on fly. He's been doing really well on you know all those those juvie fish, and he's been dying to get that big dog, as far as I know. And uh, we went out there kind of in 
in hopes for that and kind of went south because that's where they've been a little more prevalent. And as we were floating through the pogey pods, uh, after I floated the net, which was always awesome, um, that was after a fish blew a hole in the side of it and popped one of my lines, but we'll get into that oh. later. <laughs> but uh, oh. we float, yeah, yeah, my my nice twelve footer. But that's okay. We floated the net, the net, and got some baits in the well. And um, I went ahead and just put one out the back, you know, just kind of leave sitting there floating while we were drifting through, uh, real slowly drifting through the pods, trying to get uh, Steve a shot with the fly rod. And uh, sure enough, it bowed up and. And on conventional gear, which it's like conventional, arguably, I'm, I'm, I like that lighter conventional stuff. Um, it, it, I'll tell you what, uh, Mr. Ray was, uh, by the end of it, he was, <laughs> he was new arm. That's <laughs> he, he you know, that, that guy right there has just, he has eternal stoke. I mean, his passion for going out there and catching anything is just beyond, you know, what what most people can even claim to uh to to have. And I mean that guy, you know, like you said, you know, the video of him catching the jacks, he was he was so amped to to be able to land that fish today that uh I mean you he could have probably shot to the moon if he wanted to. So it was it was pretty amazing. Um and then I had to go right back out after I picked the kids up from school and get another one for Logan. Um and landed one probably probably about thirty five pounds in the cast net. So that was a good good little tussle and good little tussle in the old net. <laughs> Luckily that one didn't blow a hole through the side of it like the fish did earlier. But uh no, there's some really good fishing going on there. You know, it's about that stoke and, and Ray, you know, he's he's a wounded vet and, and he's you know, he of all people uh need to feel that stoke and and have alternate alternate uh, alternative ways to to get you know his his basically get his jollies off, man. So yeah, it's uh, it's an infectious feeling uh, fishing with Ray. It uh it just makes you you want to keep pushing on. Like you know he he's fighting his fish and and he's apologizing. It's taking so long and and he's you know <laughs> so happy and he's smiling and and he's laughing and he's sweating and he's shaking. <laughs> And he's just all over the place, but he's just so stoked. It just you sit back and you watch, and and it's why you do what you do. It's not holding up a fish on a Facebook page to get attention. It's watching these people, you know, live out this dream. Like he even said it. No matter what I catch from this day forward, it's just icing on the cake, and that that just makes a whole day successful. I I I landed a remora on fly. You know what I mean? But I still had a successful day watching this guy land this fish that makes you feel that way. I think that's what that's what it's all about. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, I, I'll i tell you what. Anytime that you get to fish with somebody, regardless, you know, of their situation, past situation, whatever, but anytime you get to fish with somebody that has that kind of enthusiasm about catching fish, it's it's you're right. It's It's like a, I don't know, man. It's like, it's like a drug for yourself. It's just, it, gets, it, it just takes you takes you to a different place, you know. I mean, it makes the right. it makes the day that much more rewarding, you know. When I had my offshore boat, I used to have an opportunity from time to time to take some friends out and, and do some fishing and uh put them on there first, like dolphin, wahoo, sailfish, whatever. And uh man, when you see somebody who's who's that amped about um, you know, catching a fish, it's just catching a fish. It's 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 crazy, man. I mean that's 
why we all do what we do. I don't I don't think that and we've talked about it a bunch of times here on the show. I don't think that it's it's not something that we do for fun. It's something that we do because it's in us. We have to do it. Like we're bred to be fishermen. I think that that's really what it really comes down to, you know. So uh a lot of fun there, but yeah, you know, it's it's I don't know, man. The next couple of months are going to be really, really exciting. Um, the water temperature is starting to drop, and you know these fish are getting shallower and shallower, and, and you know they'll they'll start getting a little bit less spooky um, as the water temperature drops. They tend to slow down a little bit. You'll see more tails in the air in the river, uh, out there on the uh, in the inlets and such. You'll find some more fish too. You'll find uh, other creatures that you typically don't get a chance to really target in shore. Um, that often, like big, big doormat flounder and such, um, which brings me into my next topic. And I want to—I'm going to leave. I'm going to let Peppy kind of lead with this one. Um, interested to see if anybody is interested in uh, gigging, trying to gig flounder in the river. Peppy, go. Oh man, I've had my chances. You know, I—you know—I've um, only done it a couple times. Um, I really haven't done it a whole lot, and I have my chances to do it whenever I want. You know, Lenny does it all the time, right. and and I've had my chances to go with him. But the problem is, it's a hell of a time. Let me tell you, man, it is awesome when you go out there like that doing that stuff, and just seeing those fish down there with the lights and everything like that, and and sheephead and the whole stuff and everything. But when you go with Lenny, you got to take into account. You're not only fishing, all right? You're out there to take down some bottles. <laughs> you know, <you're, laughs> it, this ain't a fishing trip, you know? It's just not fishing. Fishing is a side. I think it's a little, it's just a little you know, it's a, it's, it, you're not out there to fish. That's not the main goal. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, um, but it's fun, though, man. When you go out there gigging like that, man, I mean, Shoot, man, you have a blast, man, and by the end of the night, you end up with a whole bunch of flounder, a whole bunch of sheephead, you know, talk about different stuff. I mean, we've been out there, somebody falls out of the boat, you know, stuff like that. I mean, it's a great time, man. It is a great time, but, you know, I've I've been wanting to do it with Lenny again. He's been asking me to see if I want to go out there with him and do it again. I just might pick him up, but, you know, probably hide the bottles a little bit. Yeah, your 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 aim tends to go a little obscured as the evening continues. <laughs> the later it gets, the, the worse your aim is. Chuck, I'm not. When I'm telling you, Chuck, that you are, I've seen guys on Lenny's boat gigging that they they see three flounders and there's really <laughs> one there. And. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. <laughs> That's awesome. So uh, I personally so, would love. I personally would love to try uh, gigging flounder. I'm down anytime. <laughs> we should put some lights on that ginu and pull that thing up into the no motor zone. I bet you the no motor zone's got flounders in there. Alex, have you ever done it in the no motor zone? Um, I have never done it in the no motor zone, but I can guarantee you those bars, those outside bars, those have fish on them. I've seen, I've seen fish on them. Um, I've stepped on plenty of flounder, and and seen them scoot off, and actually caught them also. 
um, on all those spoiled islands out there. It doesn't matter if you're up next to AF Hangar on the east side or if you're all the way back over by the the locks at the port at Ski Island. Um, there's flounder on all those islands, all the drop-offs. Um, and, and it definitely, if you can get the water clean enough before they, they head out, it's definitely a, a viable option um, in that part of the banana for sure. But, you know, the problem is, is we don't have that tide. It's certainly not like Oak Hill. That's the only place I've ever really done it and done really good. Um, is up there in that backwater of Oak Hill area. Really yeah, and where, I, and where I've done it, Alex, the area that I've done it, I've done it down south by Sebastian. That's the area where I've done it, where there is some water flowing there, too. Right, and that's uh, a lot of times you get down there, those, the, all the sandbars and stuff on the backside of the inlet, um, a lot of that stuff is great gigging area. Um, and like, you, like, uh, like Pepe was saying, you know, when going out there with Lenny, you don't just come home with, you know, if you have a sharp eye and, and you're willing to stick the fish, um, you know, you get a lot of quality sheep's head um, doing that at night. Sheep's head basically sleep at night. They'll lay up next to mangroves, lay up next to something, and they'll just lay there. Uh, I've, I've, you know, regularly when I was younger, you know, as a, in my late teens when I first started night diving, one of the funnest things to do was net sheep's head just with your lobster net. Stick it right on top of them while they're sleeping. And uh, watch, watch them freak out. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, it, it's, you know, they lay there. And, and you can stick them right in the face with a gig. And you're 100% legal, allowed to do it, um, along, with, along with bow fishing. Of course, with gigging, you can have other fishing equipment on your boat. Um, if you're bow fishing, I believe, I'm not 100% sure, but I believe it is a Florida law that if you have a bow for bow fishing on your boat, you cannot have fishing equipment with you. Um, I, I'm not 100% positive on that, but I'm pretty sure. Um, so it, it's one of those things where you can, you know, you can fish an evening bite, have your gigs on the boat, and then, you know, throw the lights in and go straight to gigging as soon as the sun hits. Unfortunately, Port Canaveral is not as good as, as everybody would hope. Um, and now that they're doing even more dredging, we're losing even more area uh, that we used to be able to gig. Uh, of course, we can't get in underneath the wharfs and along those a lot of those seawalls, which was a great area to gig with both sides. Uh, but there is still area out there. I know the last fish I saw get stuck was uh, Lonnie Reed. Uh, me and him and his wife uh, all went out there in his skiff and back over by the locks area, um, he stuck a really nice, probably six or seven pound fish, um, and that was that was at a lower tide. Uh, it's just it's it's unfortunately not as good, um, but I don't know. It's a good flounder year. I've seen some pictures of fish that got caught today. Uh, I got too sidetracked by all the flounder and tarpon or uh, uh, redfish and tarpon fun, but uh, there was definitely there's definitely fish moving through and gigging is it's like shrimping. There's nothing funner. Than having a couple buddies and a case of beer and going freaking shrimping for about three hours. It is probably one of the best times you'll ever have on the water and gigging right up that same alley, man. Yeah. Okay. I've, I've, I've been wanting to do it uh, for quite a while now from the kayak and the no motor zone, those outside bars. It all just makes sense to me. So I don't know. Maybe one day we'll get a chance to, to get out there and get after it and see what's going on. Um, Okay, side note. So, 
let's see. Uh Steve Lester. If you had yeah. to if you had to pick one goal, one accomplishment with the fly rod in your hand or spinning rod, whatever, that you'd like to accomplish before the year's end, what would that be? Uh that would be a cobia. I have a I have a ten weight combo that is itching to hook a cobia. Um, if I could have anything, oh by two, by the end of two thousand fourteen. Yeah. Oh, uh, by the end of two thousand fourteen, uh, I don't know. Uh, I I I've pretty much exceeded every goal by ten for this year. Um, honestly, uh, a, a big tarpon. I'd say say if I could snag one of these tarpon within the next couple weeks off the beach, that would do it. Cool. Peppy, what's yours, um, man? On fly? Uh, it could be fly or spin. It don't matter. On fly, to tell you the truth, on fly, what I would like to accomplish, even though it's it's, it's probably getting a little harder now with the cold weather and everything like that coming in, I would, you know, I would like to hook a decent-sized tarpon on fly, to tell you the truth, before the end of the year. I'm not, you know, I'm not big on fly. I haven't been fly fishing all that long and everything like that, so... To me, that would be something that I would like to do. You know, definitely a tarpon on fly, a nice sized tarpon on fly. That would, that would be that would be my goal. Captain Pat, I know that you don't often get to fish because you you don't fish while your clients are with you. But uh, is there any? I mean, is there anything out there that you'd like to chase or a, a personal fishing goal that you'd like to try and meet? I want a 10-pound bone on a fly. Did you hear that? 10-pound, what was it? 10-pound bone fish on fly. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. That would be awesome. Um, <laughs> listen, I'd like... I'd that's like all. A, that's I'd all. I'd like... A, I've yeah, got no big deal. On fly. I got a 59 on fly. He said he's got a 59-inch redfish on fly. He had, the only way he could top that is a 10-pound bone on fly. Jesus. Dang. I don't even I give up. Yeah. yeah. But I don't any bone fish on fly. Well, I was going to say, I'll take a 10-ounce bone fish on fly, please, for 1,000, Alex. I, I will... Well, I think there's a bird fish. Hang, hang on, guys. Hang on, hang on, hang on. We're walking all over each other. Steve, go. Yeah. I was just going to say I think there's a bonefish trip uh, that needs to be in the works because there's a bunch of us that have not caught a bonefish on fly, and I think we need to make that happen. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I, I agree. Alex? Um, I was just going to say, as soon as this uh, moon fills back out on the backside of the, we just came off the new moon, um, I'm going after Architeuthis with a fly rod. i got a 20 weight uh, sitting here in the garage. And, uh, <laughs> we're going we're gonna, to, we're gonna, uh, I've, been, I've been scoping his lair, and uh, I'm pretty sure I found a ledge. It's only in 4,000 feet of water. So, I'm... Um, <laughs> I'm thinking if I can find a way to throw a 12-pound lead with my 20 weight, that I've got I've got a shot at him. <laughs> yeah, out of control. 
out of control. Uh, well, mine, if I if I if I could, a, a, let's see. Let me try that again. A realistic goal for me before the end of the year. Uh, I'd love to get a I'd love to get a grand slam on fly in the river. I've never done it. Um, so, you know, uh, running out of running out of time on the on the little tarpon, and I know where some snooker laid up. Uh, I can I've had I've had the tarpon, the snook, and the redfish on on fly in one day. Uh, been short of trout more times than I ever want to talk about. But uh, I mean that would be kind of realistic. Uh, obviously, my goal. If I could set a goal for 2015, uh, that would be to cross the permit and the bonefish off my bucket list. Um, and that's—I already told Steve Lester if I get a if I get a permit and a bonefish on fly, I'm, I will finally get tattoos done on my body of those two species. <laughs> hey, Captain Pat says he's got a hundred dollars towards that tattoo. Sweet. I'm serious. I mean, if I if 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 that ever happens, if I'm ever lucky enough to hook a permit and a bonefish, don't have to be in the same day, but get it get those two species knocked off the list. That would be uh, that would be huge. So I don't know. We could make that. We could make that happen. Oh, I know. You've got I know. Plan yeah. Well, yeah. You've got. Well, yeah. Okay. So, Peppy, yeah. <laughs> let's 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 talk here, buddy. Uh, is there, do you have any spots down there around Key Largo where there may or may not be bonefish and possible permit? No, we just gotta go. We gotta go a little bit further south, and we'll yeah, definitely, definitely, we'll find them. Not that far huh. from the house. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah. So now, no. Can we get? I mean, can we get? Go ahead. Can we get the hundred dollars in advance for gas money to get us down to said house? <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure out the tattoo at a later date and time. But can we just get a hundred dollars gas money? Pat, Pat, we should be able to make. Pat's gonna ship in. We should be able to figure it out. Pat's gonna come down there too with his Hell's Bay. Be able to come up with three hundred. Yeah, if you're on the if you're on the bow of a Hell's Bay, you're more likely. They say it's a proven statistic. You're more likely to catch a bonefish. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Well, you know, and that's just the thing. I mean, it, it's going back to my childhood again. The reason why I picked up a fly rod in the first place is because of watching Walker Skate Chronicles, and it just, I mean, it's it is what it is. I mean, the guy. Back in the day, Flip was was I think a lot of people's inspirations to get into fly fishing, um, and that watching him catch permit and bonefish on on you know episodes, it, it was it was a, it was one of those things. It's just like, yep, one day, <laughs> one day that's going to happen, and and you know it's it's always been my life's ambition to get those two species off the bucket list. So. Yeah, one of the other ones that I got uh, this past year that was huge for me uh, was the dolphin on fly. Um, I wanted to get a dolphin on fly so bad I couldn't stand it. And my buddies were in town, and they were like, let's go fishing. So we went fishing, and lo and behold, we come up on a giant patch of weeds, and it was loaded with dolphin, and I ended up getting four of them on fly um, and broke off a a solid 25-pound cow on a nine-weight, which was awesome for like 30 seconds. And... uh, 
It's like the most fun 30 seconds. I've, no, it's not. But it was a lot of fun. <laughs> but anyhow. So, yeah, I mean, that's the thing, too, is setting goals for yourself. I think that that's something that um, a blog or something that, um, you know, a uh, a journal, something like that, that you can set down and, you know, write your entries. Um, Steve has actually told somebody that the other day. You know, get yourself a, a journal write down air temperature, water temperature, uh, uh, water clarity, bait you used, uh, conditions, all, all kinds of conditions. And uh, you'll find that there's there's patterns to a lot of the fish that are here local. Um, at the same time, challenge yourself to go out and do something a little bit different, you know. I mean, at the end of the day, let's face it, redfish are fun. They are fun fish to catch, but they're a glorified spot-tail catfish, right? I mean, they're not... Once you figure them out, they're really not that difficult to catch. So, you know, but catching a 30-plus-inch fish on four-pound monofilament with no leader, just straight four-pound, that's a challenge, right? I mean, would you guys all agree that that would be a challenge of uh, over 30-inch redfish on four-pound monofilament and no leader? Heck, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So, you know, challenge yourself to do something like that or like Steve does all the time. He'll go out and he'll challenge himself and uh, and go looking for the biggest tarpon he can try and catch on that four pound outfit. And you know the same can be said with going light on the fly stuff. Um, winter time comes around, water temperatures are nice and cool. There's a lot more oxygen in the water, so those fish aren't uh, quite as susceptible as as uh, to death from a long fight as they are in the summertime or in the springtime. So you can get out there and you can throw a six weight at, at a slot size red or even a little bit bigger red and you know make it make it challenging i mean i i laugh because i i every now and again someone comes to the store and they're like man what, what pound braid should i be throwing i don't I'm not getting much casting distance and i'm fishing with my buddies and they're out throwing me i'm like what are you using oh i'm fishing 30 pound braid and 40 pound mono and i'm like <laughs> what are you i'm like what are you fishing for they're like redfish and trout and i'm like why on God's green earth would you ever throw 30-pound and 40-pound or, or anything near that? There's nothing out there really to break you off. I mean, why would you – Why would you? and what size reel are you running it on? Oh, I got a, you know, 2,500 Stratic CI4 or a 30-size Helios or whatever. And, I mean, it doesn't even make any sense. At the end of the day, if you're putting more – if you're putting a heavier-pound test line on a reel – than the drag capabilities of said reel, you're really pretty much just wasting money. And, uh, you know, to challenge yourself and to do something that you you probably couldn't typically do or you wouldn't think that you could typically do, when you do finally do that and land that fish, it's such a rewarding experience. I mean, I think Steve can, can, can tell probably a million stories of bigger, uh, what we call bigger backcountry uh, tarpon, that he's got on the four pound outfits. I mean, is it, how much more rewarding is it, Steve, every time you land one of those fish versus doing it on braid or something? Steve. Aliens abducted him. Steve passed out. <laughs> got him, I'm telling you. Steve. Hello? Hello? There he is. There he is. <laughs> hey, you there? Sorry, sorry, I was distracted by uh, my my friend Bud Light. I had to go rescue him from the fridge. Um, can you hear me? Yeah. All right. No, I was just saying that um, 
I, I really don't remember what I was saying. <laughs> All right, my phone, for some reason, you couldn't hear me. Um, it's just the feel. All right, all right, now I remember. All right, it's just the feeling. You know, you hook up a fish on four pound mono, and uh, every time he turns, every time he jumps, every time he runs, you you your heart drops because you know if you if your hair touches that line, it's going to break. Anything that happens is going to break, and I think that's the feeling that makes me fish more is losing a fish, breaking a fish off, the feeling of, you know, that was a fish that I wish everyone saw a picture of, or that was a fish I wish I could say I landed, and, and I think that's why I push the limit on the line and because and, it, it scares the shit out of me, crap out of me, sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, no, that's no, that's true, and that's the same reason why. Uh, it's the same reason why I, I've used the four pound outfits before. Uh, last last December on my birthday, um, I wa- I went out and I wanted to get a redfish on fly. Wanted to get a redfish on normal spin, which was ten pound braid at the time, and I wanted to get a redfish on an ultralight, which was uh, four pound monofilament on a one thousand size Saros with a little crappie rod, and I did do that, and that was killer. That was a lot of fun. Um, but you know, as Steve says, every time that fish takes off, you're like, oh my god, here it comes, it's gonna break. Every time he shakes his head, every time he buries his face in the mud, you figure it's going to happen. So it is fun. It's fun to to set those little goals, those little challenges for yourself. And, uh, you know, as we progress more into the end of the year here and and things start to get hotter and hotter locally for fishing, um, you know, we'll we'll, we'll kind of address some of these goals and and things we've set forth for ourselves and see how many of us can can accomplish those goals. you know, and really get after it and have a good time with it. So, but, uh, I definitely would love to, to, uh, yeah, I'd definitely love to see more people get into the fly side of things. I think that that's a, <clears throat> that's an avenue of fishing that a whole lot of folks don't really want to tread down because they, they have misconceptions of fly fishing and it being so difficult that you'd have to hire someone to show you how to do it and this, that, and the other. And the reality of it is, if you've got patience, a little bit of patience, and you're willing to put in the the time and the effort, you can figure it out. I mean, we've got some really, really talented young fly fishermen uh, here locally, and they've proven it time and time again. Um, Tammy's tired of fly fishing because she did it like her entire life. But, um, you know, for those of us that have, have thrown more spin than we did fly, uh, you know, it, it's definitely it's definitely an avenue that's worth uh, uh, trying to at least check out and see if it's something that might work out for you. But uh, what else you got, Peppy? Help me out here, man. I'm I'm running out of stuff to talk about. <laughs> oh man, and I'm here trying to fight with my computer, man. My computer just turned off on me. It just I don't know what's going on with my computer today. But yeah, man. No, nothing nothing else for me. I'm I, just this weekend. Um, got Halloween coming up, and 
then I started looking. Actually, while we were talking here, I started looking at the long-term forecast, and it looks like a cold front's coming through this weekend, like it always does every weekend, right? Yeah. It seems like something comes through every single weekend that wind picks right. up. So. Yeah, I was I was looking at it I was looking at it as well. And uh actually let's see, five day forecast. It looks like uh where are we at? Tuesday. Tomorrow's gonna be a low of sixty four, a high of eighty six. Wednesday's gonna be a low of sixty five, a high of eighty seven. Thursday there's a slight chance of rain at ten percent. And then uh Friday a thirty percent chance of rain. It's gonna get cool again though, come the next, come the following weekend. So Saturday yep. We're looking at a low of 56 and a high of 77, and Sunday a low of what looks like 53 and a high of 76. So the flounders should be moving. The redfish should be creeping along on the bottom with their bellies on the bottom. Um, you know, it should be uh, good times here in the next couple of weeks. Alex, what say you? What you got going on? Well, I'm going back after some redfish again tomorrow. Um, a few more trips throughout the week. Uh, actually going to get on some flounder. I've got a couple people that are uh, kind of chomping at the bit to run their trips, uh, just kind of waiting for the flounder to really show up. So uh, I think towards the end of the week I'm going to be in the kayak probably, uh, really pounding around out there in the port and uh, in adjacent areas and see if I can't maybe get on that flounder bite. And, uh, you know, i got quite a few people that are waiting on trips for that, just waiting for the fish to really show up thick yet. Um, hopefully, hopefully we get a good run. We've had some pretty good precursors, so we'll see if, uh, if it, if it holds through. And then, um, you know, those redfish, uh, it's good fun. And, uh, there's a lot of them. They're out of the port right now. Uh, if anybody wants to try to go get on them, especially in the kayaks, uh, it's way doable. Um, I don't think we, uh, we didn't have to go anywhere. Uh, our biggest fish we caught earlier today actually was off the pier. Um, you know, maybe maybe close to a mile off of here or so. Uh, basically, if you find the uh, pogey pods, there's there's redfish underneath them, and uh, you just use a a live pogey and uh, either clip its tail. Um, I like clip tail on the uh, on the jig head. It sends it right underneath the bait pod, and uh, usually gets picked up pretty much almost instantly by something. And uh, it's uh, definitely something that you can easily do. I know this evening when we were running in from. Uh, me and Logan, my son, went out, and he got a nice one. Um, I got that one in the cast net. Uh, we, we were running back in. The bait was real thick at the mouth of the port. I'd imagine um, it's been that way. It was that way this morning, too. Uh, so there's potential right there at, at the mouth to uh, to get up underneath those and around the bait pods and, and get yourself one of those big redfish. Uh, definitely tackle up because, like you know, uh, Chuck, you got that one on – on your river rod, it, it uh, especially in that channel, man, that shipping channel, it, you know, it's got 45 foot of water to work with, and it uses every single inch of that 45 foot of water. Um, yes, it does. You know, it, <laughs> it, um, even the 20 foot of water. Poor Ray today, man. That fish he got, it was a big fish. It was every bit of 50 inches, probably somewhere in the 40, 45 pound class. Um, Good fish, solid, solid redfish, big redfish. Um, light conventional tackle, 20-pound conventional, um, and it took him well over an hour, and it beat him up, man. That was a mean fish. It had some, it had something wrong with it. it. Perfectly hooked right in the corner of the mouth, 
you can put a you can put a better hook. But um, man, that fish was just angry at the world and did not want to come up and say hey to us. Uh, and we got a look at it about halfway through the fight. That gave us enough enough you know fortitude to know it wasn't a shark or something like that, and just give up on it and try to break it off. Uh, because a lot of times, getting those battles in the ocean, and uh, it gets to a point to where you, you know you almost get to a crossroads. Okay, let's just put heat on this and either get it up or break it off, or take our time and, and really work this fish up. And uh, luckily, he stuck it out, and we got that big fish. All of that stuff's all within striking distance of the um, of the port and kayaks. I would suggest not launching the beach right now. There still is a little bit of a swell. However, the sh- the, the actual ocean itself is like a sheet of glass right now. Killer. And if somebody wants to find you, get a hold of you, and, and book you for a trip, how do they do that? Uh, the best way is always to jump on the Internet, uh, localinescharters.com. Give me a call on my cell phone, 321-480-3255. Um, really easy to find me. I do that Facebooky thing every now and then. Um, <laughs> post a picture here, <laughs> and uh, and uh, you know, try to keep myself out there. Um, gonna be hopping off on on the old. I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna be the old guy that jumps on the Insta- Instagram bandwagon way late, apparently. Uh, <laughs> so we'll be popping up on there soon too. But uh, yeah, get out there and have some fun. It's a great time of the year. Um, it's it's beautiful evenings and and gorgeous mornings typically uh, yep we are known for some wind so when you do get that window this time of year when you do get that window take advantage of it there you go appreciate it alex tammy wilson sent me a message to remind me that uh her and vicky saley are putting or sally saley saley are putting on a girls fishing clinic December the 6th. Um, that is going to be over at the river. It's on the water girls fishing clinic. How to kayak fish properly like a chick. Um, it's not exactly what it's, what it's called, but we're going to go with that tonight because I don't have the official document in front of me. Um, there's a little econ trip going on November the 16th. Anybody's interested for that, more information can be found on Space Coast Kayak Anglers. Or contact Tammy Wilson for Econ Trip, November the 16th. <sighs> what else do we got going on? Oh, man, just a whole... I'm going through social media right now. There's just people catching fish all over the place. Um, Steve, man, you plan on doing any fishing? Well, of course you do. Plan on doing any fishing the rest of this week? And if so, what? And, uh, again, plug uh, plug Wild Florida. Hello? Can you hear me? I can hear you. <laughs> Wow. Steve. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> it's the Architutus, man. He's I'm telling you. It's 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 got a tentacle around his mouth right now, yanking him out the door. Right. <laughs> oh well I don't know what's going on with Steve. <laughs> Hello, can you hear me? Yes, Hello? we can hear you. You can hear me? Yes. Hold it. Yeah. I was just saying, uh, yeah, I'll probably be doing some fishing the rest of this week. I'll be up at KBB Ton Flies. Um, uh, remember, Saturday the 1st is the first fly time meeting at KBB. Um, so we'll be doing that Saturday. There you go. So if you want to come on out Saturday evening 
and uh, tie up some flies and take a gander at uh, you know what, what it is that everyone seems to be raving about lately is uh, this the, the fly tying uh, addiction. Um, feel free to stop on by if you're a beginner. Cool. If you're an advanced, cool. If you're thinking about getting into it and have never done it before, even better. Um, you know, we'll start off with some very basic patterns and. You know, everybody will have an opportunity to tie at least a couple of flies or at least one fly. We'll figure it out. But uh, it's the first time we've ever done this, so, you know, bear with us. Um, it'll be a lot of fun. But, yeah, and someone wants to check you out on Wild Florida Outdoors, how they do that? Uh, Instagram, Wild Florida Outdoors, Facebook, uh, and the website, wildfloridaoutdoors.com. Uh, that's where we're at. YouTube uh, channel is Shallow Minded. There's new videos every month. Check it out killer and uh captain pat uh captain pat is uh not at our disposal right now um he said <laughs> he said have a great night and tight lines there you go mm-hmm. so appreciate that captain pat if you guys want to uh book a trip with captain pat murphy you can uh you can contact him at three two one two seven eight Ninety-eight fifty-two. Um, there you go, Captain Pat. I don't have your website handy. Sorry, buddy. Um, hey, you can find him on Facebook. Yep, definitely find him on Facebook. There's no doubt. And he's a great, great guy, and, and got a lot of a uh, whole lot of uh, information to uh, to pass around. So that's killer. Um, Peppy, what else you got going on, brother? That's about it, man. Um, I was supposed to have that tournament on the West Coast on Saturday, um, but um, they canceled that tournament and postponed it to November 15th or something like that. Um, but then they changed it up. It was It's at Johnson Outdoors Festival or something like that, but it was supposed to be a one-day tournament, and all of a sudden they changed it to a three-day tournament now, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I said... Um, Thank you very much, but um, I won't be attending, is what I said, because how could you do a three-day tournament with such little notice the way they're doing it? Whatever. You know, I'm not I'm just uh, pretty mad about it, but, you know, it is what it is. Just I'm going to let it go. Just have many other tournaments to fish. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, man. But, um um, but that's about it, man. And I don't got anything planned. Uh, the only thing I got planned for November seventh and eighth, Fishkins. Indeed. Got the Fishkins tournament coming up. The Fishkins yep. tournament. We we should do. We should get Anthony on the phone uh, to come on and and talk about the uh, the event. That would be cool. We could get him next Monday night. We need to get if he get comes on. He's got to come on next Monday night because then it's the following weekend. Yeah. So that, that that sounds like a plan, Chuck, if we can get him on. That sounds like yeah. a good deal to get him on. I'll uh yeah, I'll talk to him and see what we can come up with. Uh in the meantime, we're supposed to be giving away a prize pack for reaching our 400th like. We're actually at 412 likes. Definitely appreciate that, folks. I would love for you guys to share our page and get as many other like-minded people to like our show as possible. What's interesting is our show numbers are better than our like numbers. So I don't know if a lot of folks who listen to us just don't use social media or excuse me, what the case may be, but um, 
feel free give us a like and then uh you know i think our next big milestone is going to be 600 likes when we reach that there'll be a prize pack that i'm sure nobody will want to uh miss out on so but with that being said let's figure out who in uh in facebook land is going to win said uh said prize pack i'm looking for some music here hang out there it is all right once this music is done playing the magic computer generation uh number generation um whatever i'm trying to say uh program will automatically pick somebody and we'll give away a prize pack <laughs> There you go. And the winner of said prize pack. No. See, that's not right. (laughs) Maybe I should choose again. Jimmy Schick. Jimmy Schick (laughs) wins wins the the Monday Night Kayak Fishing Radio prize pack. So, Jimmy, uh, get a hold of me. Uh, shoot me an email, redfishchuck at hotmail.com, or hit me up on Facebook, and uh, I'll make sure to get you your prize pack, sir. Appreciate the like on Facebook and the continued support of the show. That's all I got, man. I'm done. I'm wore out. Me too, man. And I got two days out of town. The next two days, I'll be working out of town. So, yeah. So, <laughs> ain't going to be get worse. Yeah, well, and uh, what else? Yeah, there's something else I was going to say. Oh, yeah, all that, you know, hard battling of those giant hybrid bass I caught today. You know, my arms are tired. I could use a a massage. Maybe the missus will take care of me. Uh, Back massage. Yeah, right. Um, (laughs) So, cool. Peppy, why don't you do your thing, man? Let's get out of here for the night, man. I'm done. All right, man. Uh, Let me thank my sponsors, uh, Native Watercraft. Harry Goods Outdoor Shop, RCI Optics, Powerpool, Slayering Glure, Sea Deck, TFO Rods, Aquabound Paddles, Hook One Kayak Fishing Gear, Neck Attack, Tailing Toes, KBB Outfitters, Kayaks by Bo, Herrera Steli Cigars, Ram Mounts, Columbia, and Kayak Fishing Radio. Thank you all very much for supporting me and my habits. <laughs> Your addictions. Your addictions. My addiction. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um... I, I, I feel bad, man. I neglected to uh, make this announcement at the top of the show, but uh, I'm really, really excited about this uh, this this new position with uh, a company who I felt like you know I represented pretty well. Um, Intova Cameras. So Intova Cameras, for those of you that don't know, basically Intova makes a HD waterproof uh, camera, action camera much similar to the GoPro as far as, you know, size and that kind of thing. Um, Intova Cameras contacted me and told me they would love for me to be uh, an ambassador to their brand. And uh, I took that as a, as a tremendous honor. And so I'm proud to say that I am indeed a Intova Camera ambassador. Um, so thank you guys very much for believing in what we're, what we're doing and what we're about to start doing with the fly stuff uh, over the next <clears throat> year and a couple of months. Uh, there'll be plenty of video and plenty of stills taken on the Intova stuff, so feel free to check that out. 
that will be available on my blog as well as at intova.com. So pretty cool. Thank you. Pro stall level ambassador. <laughs> Pro staff uh-huh. level equals ambassador. No, it doesn't. It's different uh, on uh, on this particular situation. Um, yeah, I don't get a discount. I get a, a much better deal than that. So, um, the best anyhow, kind. the best kind. <laughs> so yeah, the best kind. So uh, thank you, RCI Optics, Tackle Webs, Hobie Kayaks, of course. I am chomping at the bit to get my new boat. Uh, Real Adrenaline Energy Drinks, Ego Nets, ENO, Adventurous Custom Rods, Derwood Roberts, hands down, builds one of the finest custom rods I've ever played with, um, or fished with, whatever. Um, and uh, that fly rod that he makes, man, is, is just crazy good. So uh, get a chance, stop by KBB, KBB Outfitters, and uh, we'll be sure to uh, let you check one of those out and let you cast it a little bit and see what the difference is with the microwave guide system on the spinning rods. Uh, Power Pole, Slayer Ink Lures, Bending Branches, and of course, Sea Deck. Thank you guys so much for uh, all you do for me and uh, continue to do for the sport and for what you're going to be doing for this show in the near future, which we'll talk about maybe next week. Uh, but that's pretty much it. You good, Pep? Yeah, man. It was a good show. I had fun. Oh. Yep. Good stuff. All right, man. Well, let's get out of here. So, listen, folks, take a kid fishing to the future of our sport. Um, Be safe out there. Hope to see you guys or talk to you guys next week, I should say. And, uh, yeah, with that, see you. Good night, all.